Whether this is her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct is everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. We've all been there. You have a question about your credit card. You call the number for help and you can't get a hold of anyone. With 24-7, U.S.-based, live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person. Anytime, day or night. Yeah, you heard that right. A real person. Get the customer service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Hey, it's Bobby Bones. Hey, I just want to say thanks to everybody who has stepped up for the St. Jude kids. St. Jude's doing incredible work fighting childhood cancer. And because of donations, like the ones that you get, families never receive a bill ever from St. Jude for treatment, travel, housing, food, none of that. Help St. Jude stop childhood cancer. Become a partner in hope. Get this awesome new This Shirt Saves Lives shirt. It's going to look great on you. So join all the doctors, researchers, and me in this fight. All right, text the word Bobby. It's only six numbers to 785-833. Again, text the word Bobby to just these six numbers, 785-833. Canva is awesome for so many reasons, for your social media, but for work. If you're looking for ways to impact at work, Canva can help your points get across. All right, Mike, do you, what do we use it for? Like one sheets, if we're doing like a presentation, graphics. Oh, it's awesome for graphics. Super easy to use. And that's the thing too, especially with some of these apps, you think, well, there's no way I'll be able to use it. Well, me, because I'm a dummy. But even I can use Canva to make things look cool, right? Yeah. Well, you don't have to insult me and say yeah so quickly. Yeah, you can do it. Yes. It's awesome. So it's easy design, impactful Canva presentations, docs, whiteboards, videos. Start with a designer-made template, which makes it so easy, especially for me. Customize with your content. You can add images and graphics and charts. Start designing today at Canva.com. Design for work. Welcome to Monday show. Morning, studio. Morning. We have a lot of guys on this show that like to claim they can do stuff. Like, ah, I can do this still. I can do it back in the day. I can do it now. It just hasn't come from Scuba Steve really until now. Oh. What, what is he crowing about? Okay, so there's a softball tournament tournament coming up or game for the Fields of Honor or something. Uh, Fields like. of Honor. Yeah, and so and he, they're asking if we want to play, and Scuba goes, I can't believe they didn't ask me to play. And I was like, oh, are you good at softball? He goes, dude, the last time I played softball... It was a 300-foot field, and I hit it out five times in a row, and the sixth time it was off the wall. Yeah. And I said, Scuba. How long ago is Oh, my God. I'm like, Scuba, you do not. I I told him, I said this was in my my athletic peak, which was like five or six years ago. Six years ago. Your peak was six years ago? (laughs) Yeah. How old are you? Well, since I've had children, I've I've gone to jail. But how old are you? In my uh, mid to late 30s. Okay. So you were a really good baseball player growing up, huh? Yeah, I was pretty dang good, yeah. Aside from not having much confidence in myself, but when I would play around people that I, I could be comfortable with, I would kill it. What kind okay. of uh, athletes uh, is why well? I only perform well around my friends? <laughs> Thank you. That's not a thing. He Bobby, he thinks he can hit it out of a 300-foot field. He cannot Ridiculous. hit it out of a major league stadium. I think it's unfair to ask Scuba Steve to hit five in a row out of a field. He won't hit one. Exactly. <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> one. Not okay. one. Say what, Scuba? I said I can hit one. 
with a little bit of conditioning, I will hit one. Condition, so there, you're putting all these little side rules. <laughs> wait, 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 and only people he's comfortable in front of can be there. So today... <laughs> well, now, now I'm confident, so I'm cool. Today is the 18th. Uh-huh. So let's say we're going to give you till the second week of May to be conditioned. Wow. Okay. And then we're going to get let you take five... Sw- you don't have to swing at every pitch, but you get five swings. Heck, five contacts. Okay. You have to hit one of the five out. Okay. If you don't, you'll spin the wheel of punishment. All right, challenge accepted. If you do, Lunchbox, what will you give him since you brought this up? Uh, go a thousand dollars. He's not gonna hit one. No, no, I, I don't. That's know. a, a lot of money just throw around. A thousand? I'm just gonna say like a massage. What? <laughs> I'm not gonna. What? I'm not touching him. Like, go gonna, ahead, Lunchbox. What will you give? It needs I, to be like something, something good because you don't think he's gonna do it. Right. Uh, I mean, I can pay for him to go get a massage. That's okay. Fine. okay. I like yeah, it. Yes. Good. But at a, at a reputable place. Yeah. At a nice hotel. <laughs> no, yeah. no, no, no. Massage envy. That's good. That's good. Yeah, 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 that's good. I'm not sending you to some five thousand dollar hotel. It's about that, the same price. Oh, is it? Yeah, I don't it's know. The same price. But Bobby, just no, no. There's no chance. There's no chance. I'm just going to stop there. <laughs> right. So we will, in the next few weeks, take you to a field. You'll get five shots at it. Okay. There's no chance. It, there's no chance. This isn't fast pitch softball. It's like a nice throw right to me, right? <laughs> yes. You want underhand? Fast, fast underhand, pitch is yeah. easier to hit it out than slow pitch. Uh, not, Harder okay. to hit it, but. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Scuba Steve, <laughs> yes. there's, there's no chance. All right, well, there is a chance for me. 300-foot field. If Scuba it? Steve Sorry. is cranking balls, I don't think we want to start a softball team, though. Absolutely. <laughs> it's a win-win for me. Absolutely. Great bet, or we start a softball team. One of the two. I'll pitch to him. Okay. Yeah, I just, I, have, I, I don't have a dog in this race, so I will. <laughs> He's going to hit 300 feet. I'll pitch to <laughs> You laugh now, but wait till you see it. Oh, I, no I way. can't wait. Later on in the show today, we'll eliminate one of you guys, too, from... The movie role. Oh, right, 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 uh, right. right. for you guys. Come on. Because somebody on this show is going to get a role in a major streaming services movie, like Real Lines. This is crazy. And this is not a bit. The, the show, you guys don't know. You don't know who it is. No, we think it's. No, I well, know who everyone it is. Thinks it's I himself. know it's me. Of course, right. it's me. But I'm being as honest as I possibly can. Nobody on the show. You guys, Ray, do you know who it is? I have my guess. But do you know who it is? No. It could be you. Yeah! <laughs> oh, is that okay? Yes. He didn't point. Oh, he, I still own it. Okay. But he can use it right now. Yeah, I own Razia. Uh, Morgan, it could be you. Yes. But, but do you know who it is? I think it's Amy. But you don't think it's you. I don't. But you do know. I don't know. Eddie. What? Who do you think it is? Me. Okay, there you go. All right. <laughs> oh, my me. gosh. 100%. What do you think it is? I know it's me. Okay. Yeah. I know. Well, Lunchbox is the only one that's been taking acting classes. Morgan, though, is a professional actor. Oh, yeah. She is not professional. Amy, who is it in your mind? Lunchbox. Okay. I'm going to Hollywood, baby. We'll eliminate someone today. Okay, let's start today's show. Glad you guys are here. We got a big show. So many listeners email us, and that's why we reach into the mailbag, we pull them out and read them to you. And if you want to send us an email, Morgan, where do they send it? Mailbag at bobbybones.com. You send an email and we read it on the air. It's something we call Bobby's Mailbag. Yeah. Hello, Bobby Bones. My husband and I share a family boat at the Lake of the Ozarks with my brother and sister-in-law, and we split the expenses. However, my brother started having kids. We love our niece and nephew dearly. However, sharing a boat has become more difficult my husband and I are a few years younger. We don't have kids yet. We always leave it squeaky clean after a weekend at the lake. 
but my brother and sister-in-law often leave the boat sticky, not wiped down, and occasionally a new drink stain appears. I understand accidents happen, but after every use, there's always a new issue. Now, my brother has hinted towards having our niece's friends down for a weekend, and it makes me break into a sweat just thinking about the boat. Should I address these concerns with my brother? My husband and I have even discussed selling our share of the boat and buying our own. We have good jobs. I think my brother could afford it. I just don't know if he'll want to be 100% responsible for the boat's yearly expenses. Any advice is greatly appreciated. Sincerely, struggling to be a cool aunt. You have to have the conversation if you're thinking about selling the boat. You don't just want... I had a roommate once in college just moved out. Didn't even tell me. (laughs) So before we get to that final phase of you being like, ah, we want to sell the boat, there's going to have to be a conversation at some point regardless. Uh, And yeah, I went back to my dorm one day and he was gone. Everything was gone. I felt like someone had been robbed. I was like, wait, what happened? He's like, I couldn't live with you anymore, man. I had to call him. Dang. I was like, why couldn't you live with me anymore? You work all night. You wake up early and you go to class at 7. And then you go back to work at night. And then if I'm partying in the room, you have a, you have trouble with it because you work all night. And you sl- need sleep. And I'm like, yeah, this is not going to work. It didn't work out. So there is a conversation that needs to happen because you're not happy with it. And the resentment is going to grow. I think that's the issue here is there will be – a lingering and a growing resentment between family members that will continue to get worse if you don't address it or sell. And if you sell, you have to have the conversation. This needs to be a conversation. I think for me, I would have the conversation about selling out of it more than I would about your kids are gross. Yeah, I agree. I think it's like, hey, we we want a different kind of boat. This one for us, we don't have any kids. That takes kind of the blame off of them and it puts it on the boat. That's how I would position it. Uh, that's what we say. That's our advice. Thank you. And that's the mailbag. We got your email and we read it on the air. Now it's time to close Bobby's mailbag. Yeah. One of my favorite artists is coming into the studio now. His name is Ben Rector. I met him on a flight once as I was flying from Nashville to somewhere in California. I mean, he singer, songwriter, sells out massive shows. And he's here to play a song that I really love. It's my favorite song from his album. And I think he's ready now. Piano in the room. Here is Ben Rector. On the Bobby Bones Show now. Ben Rector. Ben, do you ever do the thing, because I have a thing, but you're somewhere where people don't really know you or what you do, mm-hmm. and there's a piano around, and you're like, I don't oh. know, let me just see if I can play. I don't know, let me just see. And then all of a sudden you're like, and they're like, wow. I, I actively avoid, I can't, This I don't know if this is part of the show or not. but it, This act- is part of the show. We're on the air right now. <laughs> okay. Yes, yes. I actively avoid that. I, it's like, I would not perform unless it's like, you're supposed to be performing right now. If it, even like at a party, if I was like at a party and someone was like, Ben, will you play this song? I'd be like, oh no, I'm good, man. But what if they don't know you're an artist and it's like, there's just a piano and you're like, you just, you'd never just like, See, I, I don't know, I maybe just, I can figure I, something out. No, and, I just, I, I just, I just let it be because then once I introduce that, it's like, oh, like secretly, uh, I'm a spy. And they're like, what's it like being a spy? Mm-hmm. I'd just rather be like, let's just hang, man. Well, and my we thing is spy stuff. juggling. People, people, <laughs> somebody have a, have a ball and they're like, I, I've been trying to, like, I don't know. Let me just give it a shot. No, no, no. <laughs> let me just see what's, and I'll, t- and I'll go behind my back. And I, Can I you to, juggle? I don't know. Should we just try for the first <laughs> he's, time? Now he's yeah. acting. Yeah. Yes, yes, I worked can. maintenance on a golf course for a long time. <laughs> I'm, tr- I'm trying to understand how those two things are connected. <laughs> and so what I did was well, you would sit and wait. For people to get off the green before yep. I could go water it. Yep. And I've trained myself to juggle golf balls. And it has come in quite handy. <laughs> it's, it's a good skill. Do you not feel like you're a performer anywhere but on the stage only? I think probably the performer like gene in me in normal life has decreased as my job has increased. So like, I bet if I wasn't a musician, 
I would like as a job, I might seek that opportunity out more, but because I am that like cup is like full and like, I want to tell jokes and have like people think I'm funny or whatever, but I'm not looking to like change the atmosphere of a room and be like, you guys want to watch my, my thing? Like, um, so I, I think if I wasn't a professional musician, I'd probably be quicker to do that. But because that's such a big part of my life, when I'm not doing that, I'd rather just like hang. Honestly, if I could do something like juggle, I, I would do that a lot, though. Yeah, you should learn. It's pretty cool. I'm going to be honest with you. It's <laughs> way cool. First song you ever learned on piano where you went, oh, that's that's I'm playing a song now. Well, I did it backwards. I actually, So I took piano lessons as a kid, and then I quit like every child ever and um i started playing guitar first that's like my primary instrument but um i started playing piano because i had to and then the songs i wrote on piano were better because i wasn't good at piano because like guitar songs all sounded like super like guitar guy and those for me at least weren't very good um i'm trying to think of the first song i learned on piano i learned like the the rugrats theme (laughs) can you still recall the rugrats theme oh man i don't know is it? Do you want me to try? I don't. I'd like for you to give give it a shot here. Let's. <laughs> is it, is he this doing is the thing. thing. This is the oh, thing. Yeah. I know he's gonna do this thing. Here we yeah. go. I don't really don't know. Oh. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty good though. I I probably have not played that in twenty years. What is happening in your brain then? Are you able to, in that little bit of time, recreate it, hear it, see it, and then go and try to find it? It's like, um, it's like uh, maybe like a psalm tasting wine or like a chef tasting food where it's like, I think I remember those flavors, but the difference is like, like if I taste wine, I can't taste like whatever grapefruit rind or I'm just like, this is pretty good. But like, if you train your mind enough, and you're, you do it enough, then you like remember nuances where it's like, I don't have perfect pitch, but I have pretty good relative pitch. So like, if I like play this, I could hear like, if you gave me a tonic, I could like hear the rest of the chords. Like once I start playing, your brain is like, oh, like go to the four, five. Like, you know what those sound like. So you've like matched the sound with like the numbers. Can you hear? Huh? I could get, so I can get, I could sing. And like recognize where that is in my vocal range and then get pretty close if I'm like warmed up. This is way complicated. Can you play chopsticks? Um, I can't actually. <laughs> I take it right back down. It's getting a little too complicated for me. Is that right? We got yeah, him, folks. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. Uh, ben Rector is here. I got to tell you, the most played album, record, whatever we're calling it, it has been yours. Oh, man. This, this whole year for me from... The, the whole year. The new album is The Joy of Music, and it hasn't been out but about a month, yeah. right? Thank, about a month. Thank you for that. I'm my my wife it. and I, I listened to it all the time when it came out, and I texted you, and I was like, this is like next level. And mostly I wouldn't have texted anything. I wouldn't have lied. <laughs> I just would have been like, uh, how's Tuesday? You know, it has <laughs> right, been. Totally. But my wife now, anytime we play cards or anything, I mean, she is dialed in. Like her favorite song is Hanging Out. Oh, and I'll tell you why. Yeah, well, and you're like, you know, there was, I said no to some radio stations, and <laughs> I did all I this. I was worried about that line, by the way. And, you know, it's about you just hanging out with your family, mm-hmm. and she's like, she plays it extra loud for me, <laughs> because that's our goal with me, is sure. for me just to hang out. Right. 
And, and now, it's hard. It's it's so hard. I feel like if you like are driven or want to do a good job of stuff, it's so hard to like shut that off and also like nourish your like real life. That's tough. So she blares it. It's almost like propaganda in my house at this point. <laughs> you have a song that's almost propaganda. I'm sorry about that. My favorite song is also one of the ones that you released earlier before the whole album mm-hmm. came out, and it's Steady Love, mm-hmm. which I believe, because I do have a, a grasp of the entire album now, this feels like a mature album from you because you're talking about things like having a family, a daughter, perspective mm-hmm. of, hey, it's not just about chasing these dreams. What the heck? There are new dreams that I now am discovering. Totally. And Steady Love was that song for me because it's not, I fell in love and I'm blinded by stars. Yeah. It's, I, this is this is the real thing. Right. And I think for me, what I realize is like, I think that there's a place for every kind of like sentiment in music but it's funny because if i zoom out so much of like the music that is um widely available now or like promoted a lot celebrates a really small portion of life you know what i mean and it's like i love the weekend and like having fun with friends and like whatever i love that stuff as much as anybody but it's funny to me that like 98 percent of the songs probably about like three percent of our life and so on this record i wasn't consciously like i'm gonna write about the other 97 percent, but that's just kind of like the place i was in and so uh i'm like super excited to get to get to like go like i guess like be that guy or play that music because i'm not i really am not great at the other stuff i'm not great at being like i'm so awesome look at me i'm cool um so yeah like i i'm, I'm glad you liked it but i'm also just glad to get to go like play that kind of music because i my hope is people hear it and they're like oh my gosh like that's that's what life like actually is and there's it's weird there's like a huge gap in like pop or accessible music about that stuff you know it felt and i don't know that three years ago i would have felt that song sure yeah the way that i do now now that i am married and on a different path but it also felt relatable in the way of some good paper towels like totally. you have to have them. Totally. You have to, and it makes a difference and nobody talks about it. Right. Exactly. That I think that, that, that's the thing. It just felt like, uh, if it was like real estate or something like the corners on like fun times and living crazy life, it's like, dude, it's packed. We got high rises, like a million stories high there. And I don't have anything to add cause I'm not uniquely like suited for that. It's like, I'm, I'm bad at that stuff. But like, if you go out a couple miles and it's like, what about paper towels? It's like, Oh buddy, like, Dirt is cheap. What do you want to build here? Yeah. So, like, that was super fun for me to get to. Be, I, my hope was that people would listen to it and be like, yes, like, nobody talks about that, but we all do it, you know? In the most complimentary way, that song to me was like a great, great purchase of paper towels. Honestly, dude, that's like the highest compliment I could be paid for that song. So, I really appreciate Put it. Put that in your next album. Done. Ben Rector was told, <laughs> if, if you don't mind, would you play the song that I'm raving about? Yeah. It's a Steady Love. By the way, it's from Ben's album, The Joy of Music. Here is my favorite song from the record. I was staring at a photograph. It must have been 15 years back. I can't believe we dress like that. Feels like yesterday. Funny how we used to all pretend We'd never become our parents' friends But seasons change and summer ends It just fades away Because you can't stay young forever, yeah You can't keep from growing up 
dream for at least 20 years to do the oh oh oh, oh in the back side of that <laughs> so is it possible that we re recreate just the back because i know both parts oh yeah i oh, know yeah. oh 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 and then i know oh 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 yeah boom you want to do it let's do it okay. brace yourselves everybody <laughs> we're ready yeah so we're going in one two three steady love oh 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 steady love oh 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 Oh, I nailed it. That's all I needed wow. to do. I nailed it. I couldn't have nailed it harder. Wow. Job, My whole man. life I'm waiting to do that. You know, so good. I know the record's only been out a little bit. Making dreams come true, man. But, yeah. Um, that's just, do you get it now? Do you hear the song? Do you understand what I'm talking about? Yes, yes. I get it. I'm over here crying in my seat. Uh, <laughs> by the way, go watch Ben. He's all over starting in May, which is next month. Uh, yeah. Madison, Wisconsin, all our friends in Madison listening right now. He starts there. And the first show on a tour is always one of the most interesting because you're oh, going to see things you'll, that nobody else will see. Oh, yeah. Some will be excellent. And some, some won't be excellent. And some won't be, but that it's, I think it's the biggest experience show. I, I, yes. And uh, it's definitely a show that won't be recreated. It could be that, – that's kind of like the – I'm Madison. I'm not saying you're a trial run. But like the first show is always like, is this, did this, does this work? Is there anything we need to change? I would want to go to the first show Hunt, I, more I would, than any other show. You know what? You could see, uh, you could see a crash. You could see, uh, <laughs> you could see a, a beautiful thing. I'm actually – I shouldn't say this, but I've decided – I wanted to do something different than I've ever done. And so I'm writing a song for every city or state that I'm playing in to play it at that place. And me saying it here is making myself do it. Is this so. a thing, though, where you just change out a word? No, I'm doing it for real. A completely different song. Yeah, because during the pandemic, I started just like for fun. I was writing stuff and I was like kind of tired of writing like a love song or whatever. And I was like, what if I wrote a song for a place? And I wrote a couple of them and I was like, oh, that was really fun. And so like I had maybe like two or three and I showed the guys at rehearsals one of them, and it was like this like musical like explosion. It was like so awesome, and I was like, oh man, I, w I wanted to play that song, and I was like, we can't play a song for Utah everywhere mm. or Oklahoma, and I was like, it's tough. what if I wrote a song for everywhere? And so yesterday and the day before, I've just been like trying to motor through. That's a lot of songs. I'm looking at all the shows. That's yeah, I know. It's, 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 it's twenty. Like I'm nervous. Yeah, I'm nervous I, for you now. I, I, but I've, I've, I've been uh, I've been deep in it. I need six more. There's a well, couple of doubles. Like Texas got a couple cities. Follow me here. Okay. It's like I'm gonna give you a little concept here, right? Okay. It's like people say I'm growing, but I'm adapting less with all you wonderful people here in Minneapolis. Oh, use that. Use wow. that right there. We just went somewhere that's never been gone to before. Wow. Is that one you have you need need written? I already have Minnesota. I'm sorry. Uh, well, I'm doing uh, but I'm specific to the town. It's the difference to me and you. Okay. I go the extra mile, I guess. <laughs> Dang. You know? Yeah, he'd he have one for each Minneapolis city. is too many syllables, man. I think it's the same as Minnesota. It's just Apolis, tough. It was until I just rhymed. Yeah, it. Found honestly, a rhyme. To be fair, Game recognized game. That was great. That was just, really good. Uh, go to the show, uh, benrectormusic.com, if you want to get tickets. The album is wonderful. And is Joy going to be at the shows? We've talked to Joy's agent, and Joy's going to be at all the shows. He, he's going to play piano at some of the shows. Do you know who Joy is? 
Is that Joy? That's Joy right there. Yeah. Oh, on the yeah, Joy He's is on the a screen. Massive yeah. red. It's like a, like a Muppet creature. Muppet, and it's humongous. It is, I was wondering who that was. It's so big. Basically, uh, we're trying to figure out how to make something like that happen. Talked to a lot of mascot builders, and ended up actually uh, Jim Henson's Creature Shop. Actually, put it. That's cool. Yeah. It was awesome. Really cool. So, who plays Joy? No, well, no, no. Joy's 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 Joy. Joy. Yeah, don't. He knows what's up. So that's I. I know it's. I know it's hard to believe. Basically, Henson Creature Shop helped me find him, but there's nobody inside it. It just like is Joy. It's okay. like it's like who is Big Bird? It's like it's Big it, Bird. You know what I mean? Uh, our relationship's weird because I just stuck up for Joy instinctually. <laughs> you did. Yeah, like was ready to fight Eddie. Like, no, crazy. you will not insult Joy. <laughs> I, I saw that. I felt that. I was like, yes. And afterward, I was like, I went too hard. Well, I went. Relax, there's guys. There's no one in Joy. <laughs> there's too aggressive. There. How dare you ask that question? <laughs> oh, no. Jeez, guys. Come uh, on. <laughs> I saw you with Charles Kelly from Lady A. Yes. What? What? It looked like he was singing, and you were. I don't know what was happening there. It's so basically, um, it was an event for Mercedes, and somehow I don't know exactly how they were like, "Do you both want to play?" And I was like, "Yeah, sure." We we sang. There's a golf tournament that we both played in earlier this year, and part of the deal is like you play a couple songs, and so. This is too long a story. We did a medley for Huey Lewis because uh, he was there, and we sang like "Power of Love" and something else. So we had done that, and then this event was like, "Hey, do you want to both play?" And we were like, "Yeah, sure." And it ended up just actually being we both played like two originals, and then we realized people were like, "Let's party!" And so we played like every cover we knew. Like it was like I was digging so deep. I was like, "Yeah, like I kind of know that song," but it was actually super fun. You do Rugrats? I bet that that place got crazy. <laughs> I <was> like everybody, <laughs> everybody. I know the Rugrats theme kind of, except I don't at all. Uh. Still playing a lot of golf. You know, I it's been pretty intense tour prep the last like couple weeks. I think the last time I played was with you. So like that's that's the last that's the last golf there was. I, you tell me if this was needed, and we'll end on this note. Oh gosh. I said, hey, Ben, we're going out. <laughs> we're going to play golf tomorrow. Would you like to play with us? And if you don't want to play or you can't play, you're tied up. What do you, what do you probably say? Uh, can't, can't do it. Yeah, I can't do it. Yeah. Okay. I want, can I defend my answer? I haven't, even, you I haven't given yet. you a reason okay, to defend fine. anything yet. <laughs> okay, yeah. So far, so good. Yeah, I, want, right? I, I wanted to let you know that I want. I wasn't just like, nah. Mm-hmm. So anyway, I said, hey, man, you would play golf tomorrow. Oh, this is going to kill the Oklahoma in me. This is really going to hurt. This is bad. And he's like. Uh, hey man, I would like to, but I, I'm at the Masters right now, and what we're doing at the Masters is playing. I we're playing at the Masters. A, it, it was a good. And I a, said, just say no. <laughs> I'll, just I'll, say you're busy. He said no, and made you jealous at the same the whole time. Thing. So how many times did he say Masters in one text? No, it felt like twenty. I'm about. To, I'm, I'm going <laughs> to. But re, just re- to say it once, though, I, I was like, you can just say, hey man, I'm out of town. But that's cool. This is it. There's I'm no the, need for a flex. This is the text exchange. Okay, go ahead. Just got a spot for 115 tomorrow. If you can play, I would like to. Golf emoji. Man, I'd love to, but I'm playing a thing at the Masters. Parentheses, humble brag, I know. Thanks for the invite, though. Your text, you can just say no instead of all the extra fluff. <laughs> That's funny. You don't have to say good. Masters. You can just say that no was good. and I know. say later. I, I, I wanted to communicate like, yeah, man, you're nice to invite me, and I'm not just like, sorry, I don't want to. I was like, I cannot leave this place. Anyways. You guys uh, check out Ben's album, his tour. He's playing in Nashville. <laughs> In all the cities he's in, we're basically in all these cities. So I'm just going to encourage you to go look and see. Is Oklahoma City, when you go to Oklahoma City, because you are from the from Tulsa, Tulsa area, yeah. yep. does that feel like a home show for you? It does. I spent a lot of time in Oklahoma City, like in college recording. Um, and a, I mean, a bunch of my friends went to OU and OSU, which are kind of on opposite sides of Oklahoma City. So that, I'd say that's the closest thing to a hometown show outside of Nashville on this tour. And Nashville, June 25th. Yep. And uh, 
I will be there. You don't know that yet, oh. but I will be. Yeah, it's going to be a secret. Oh. I'm going to surprise you. And okay. then uh, I'll be surprised. Go to the show. Go see Ben. Ben, thank you. Excellent. Love it all. And hopefully we'll see you soon. Thanks so much. All right, man. there Thanks he is. Ben Rector, everybody. Hey, it's Bobby Bones. I want to say thanks for everybody who has helped with St. Jude. I mean, you guys are changing lives. You guys are saving lives. St. Jude has been leading the way to the world's best survival rates for some of the most aggressive forms of cancer. And I'm talking about childhood cancer. Your support actually means that families never receive a bill from St. Jude for treatment or travel or housing or food. So the parents can focus on being a parent and helping their kid live. You know, I never had cancer, but I was in the hospital as a kid for a long time. And I just remember how difficult it was, how scary it was. And then I remember getting out and having to figure out how to pay the bill. I didn't have to pay it, but you know, somebody did. But St. Jude eliminates a lot of that. You can help St. Jude stop childhood cancer by becoming a partner in hope. You'll get an awesome new This Shirt Saves Lives shirt. Join the doctors, the researchers. Hey, join me in this fight and visit musicgives.org. That's musicgives.org. We've all been there. You have a question about your credit card. You call the number for help and you can't get a hold of anyone. With 24-7, U.S.-based, live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person. Anytime, day or night. Yeah, you heard that right. A real person. Get the customer service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Willie Nelson, Waylon Jennings, Chris Christopherson. How do the biggest names in outlaw country start a musical revolution? Through one woman's vision from one tiny living room. Don't miss Mandy Moore as Sue Brewer in the new scripted Audible original, The Boar's Nest, Sue Brewer and the Birth of Outlaw Country Music. Discover the true untold story of the extraordinary woman behind the outlaw country music movement and its biggest stars. Brewer shaped the sound and soul of country music as we know it today, despite never picking up an instrument herself. Lovingly dubbed as The Boar's Nest, Sue's place was an intimate staging ground where a new breed of singer-songwriters, wounded souls, wayward upstarts, that's where they would spur each other and tap into something bigger and something realer. Starring Mandy Moore and featuring Eben Moss Backrack as Shel Silverstein and TJ Osborne as Johnny Cash alongside a full ensemble cast. Audible invites you to enter the boar's nest and experience the rise of a musical revolution. One woman, one time, one place. The boar's nest. Sue Brewer and the birth of outlaw country music. Listen now at audible.com slash the boar's nest. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. Every week, we'll pick a new song from the list and talk about their placement on the revamped 2021 list. We'll also have guests join us, ranging from the artists themselves to the producers or simply other writers like ourselves who voted on them. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern-day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside and Britney Spears' Baby One More Time. There's so many fascinating stories that have been forgotten, like Midnight Train to Georgia, starting with a phone call to Farrah Fawcett, or how the Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs inspired Kelly Clarkson's banger Since You've Been Gone and Beyonce's Hold Up. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The latest from Nashville and Hollywood. Morgan number two's 30 Second Skinny. 
Shania Twain joined Harry Styles on stage during Coachella this weekend. The two performed her songs, Man, I Feel Like a Woman and You're Still the One. Here's a clip. Looks like we made it. Look how far we've come, the request line tour with special guest Dave Barnes. Throughout the entire tour, fans can call into their dedicated hotline to request one of the band's songs for them to play live. Tickets for the tour go on sale this Friday. Eric Church talked about how he has to transform when it's showtime. I'm pretty laid back till it's showtime. I, mean, I put on a hat and sunglasses when it's showtime, and it's kind of a little bit of a transformation for me. I mean, I put the chip on the shoulder, and it's kind of almost a uniform. You know, and it's time to go out there and, and be the guy that I've not been all day. I'm Morgan number two. That's your skinny. Come on. It's time for the good news. With Bobby. Tell me something good. So Riley Sisko was returning from a band field trip, and they stopped on the field trip to get some food, and she noticed that a couple of the students didn't get any food because they couldn't afford it. This was a trip that really wasn't planned or expected, so she was sad about that, and she decided to do something to help her less fortunate classmates. Her idea was to start a give-and-take store for students at her school, and so Riley's Closet was born. The store got up and running last fall and has items like clothes, shoes, shampoo, soap, all for free, and it's won competitions. It has helped so many kids there, and she's now working on moving that space at the school from a closet to a whole room, and the school's working with her, too. I think it's a great story. I think it's something, too, that most kids, unless they know it, won't notice it. And she noticed it anyway yeah. and was able to make that happen for the other kids as well. So awesome story, Riley. That is what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. So Lunchbox had to pose as Morgan's dad. Have you heard this, Amy? I have not. So you didn't go to some show you bought tickets to, Morgan? Yeah. So like I had accidentally mixed the dates up. And I felt really bad because these were like $100 tickets so to go to something. you just didn't go. You just forgot. I totally forgot. Yep, didn't go. And I was like, I woke up the next morning. They're like, how was your experience? I was like, I forgot they were that night. So I freaked out. And I was like, I can't lose $100. Do you not keep a calendar in your phone? I do. It was in there. And it. I just happened to mix up two days. I can't believe tickets were that expensive to this art exhibit. <laughs> I can't believe it. I, I know. I would, you spent, you spent that much money on a ticket? Yeah, well, that's why I was so, like, I was in so much sadness because I was like, I don't have $100 just to waste and not have gone to something. Okay, here is Lunchbox calling as Morgan's dad. As Morgan's dad to this uh, art exhibit to see if Morgan could get her money back or if she could get her tickets moved to another night. You got It kind of works, though. Like, you look like you could be her dad. Yeah. I mean, I've done it before where when Morgan accidentally stole the paper towels, I took her to the grocery store and made her apologize to the employees as her dad. Yeah. So now I had to call as her dad. All right, here's Lunchbox calling as Morgan's dad. How can I help you? Hello, how are you doing today, ma'am? Good, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. Well, I got a problem. My daughter here, she's a blonde, and let me tell you, I <laughs> thought I was doing something special. I bought her two tickets to the experience, and she went full blonde on us. No problem. Uh, what do you need assistance with? Well, she was supposed to come on uh, March 30th, and she wrote the date wrong. And so I am calling to see if there is any way if she can have, uh, you know, come another night. Absolutely. No problem. I can get those tickets. Oh, for good. Because I was going to have to ground her. I had to spank oh, her a couple no, times. God. and I was going to make her call and apologize oh, to no. you. But, I mean, if we need to do that, we can do that. I can have her say her sorry. <laughs> 
<laughs> no need for that. It's all good. Totally happens. Uh, oh, no, no. Here, I got here. Hold on. She needs to apologize. Come here. Say you're sorry for your actions. I'm so sorry. I feel so bad. Like, I, I genuinely oh. cried to my dad about this, and I just I feel awful. Oh, don't feel bad at all. I know. We've had lots of changes happen, so it's totally understandable. You missed it. No problem at all. We can get you still in for the show. Okay, good. Because, I, w- I mean, she was going to have to mow the lawn three times to earn the money back for one ticket. I I thought about teaching her the hard lesson in life, but I thought I'd, you know, give a call and thank you for being so amazing. Oh, no problem at all. <laughs> You're so most weird. welcome. And uh, you can still have her mow, I guess, if you want. But yeah. it should be all good to go. All right. Thank you. Have a great day. All right. You're welcome. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. I feel dirty. That was the creepiest dad ever. Yeah. Ever. And then Morgan's like, Hi, Daddy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. My daddy. Gave <laughs> spanking. And then he kind of gets creepy with the woman. He did. Did. Get creepy He's like, with amazing. amazing. <laughs> you were amazing. I thought. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> I didn't think I was that creepy. I yeah, just said you were. In the end, Morgan, you get to go a different night. I yep. Or did you go already? I went already. Okay, so you got the tickets and you went already. Yep, he, he figured it out for me. And, and how the was the was show? Really nice. It was good. I mean, I don't know that it was worth a hundred dollars, but yeah. you know, at least I didn't waste it. Well, that was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Amy, would you explain? What our segment, Spill the Tea, is about. Oh, it's when someone on the show is sort of tattletaling on another member. And they often think Mm -hmm. they're being a whistleblower. Yeah. They're spilling for good, but it's a tattletale. It is, yeah. So, let's spill the tea. Anybody feel like they have some tea that's going to get spilled on them? I always have tea. Is it anybody nervous? I mean, yeah, it's always usually me or Lunchbox. Well, I tell you, the person it's being spilled on, I don't think has ever had tea spilled on them before. Uh Uh-oh. Oh. Yeah. Uh So, Uh the spiller is someone who often spills. That's Lunchbox. Of course. Yes. (laughs) Shocking. Is he spilling it on Abby? Uh, He is not. He is spilling it on Scuba Steve. Ooh. Interesting. So... Lunchbox, what did you find out about Scuba Steve? Scuba Steve has the most unreal expectations for his wife. He makes his Oh my god. Oh yeah. Oh Stop. What are you doing? Stop. Stop. Listen. What? I, I, I'm all for her doing the laundry. I get it. I, I understand that, Scuba. But Scuba has requirements that she has to hang dry all of his clothes. His clothes do not enter the dryer. Everything she puts in the washing machine has to be put on a hanger and hang dry it. That means laundry that could go in the dryer 10 seconds turns into a 10-minute ordeal because she has to get a hanger. How did you find out about this? I was was like, man, that shirt is from the 90s. How do you keep it so clean? He goes, oh, I make my wife hang dry all my clothes. And and she has to wash all his clothes inside out. And I'm like, dude, that is the craziest thing I've ever heard. Like, I get the laundry, but putting stipulations, mm-hmm. that. You get the laundry? <laughs> I understand that. I understand that making it, her do the yeah. laundry. That is the tea that I have to spill on Scuba Steve. Okay, Scuba Steve, you've been uh, spilled upon. Uh-huh. What would you like to say? Uh, I want to say that this is for good reason because my clothes are valuable and they're vintage and they need to be treated a certain way. And because she does this, I have clothes that have lasted 10 plus years and she's okay with it. Her mom, even back in the day when I lived with her mother, would iron everything for me, my underwear, my socks, my clothing, my shirts. Your your mother-in-law would iron your underwear? It blew my mind too. I remember one day I was when I first moved (laughs) to her house, this is like early 2012 in San Francisco, 
And I remember opening up my laundry drawer or my uh, dresser drawer and my underwear was all flat and neat. And I, and I asked her, I was like, well, what do you do? She goes, oh, I, I, um, I starch it and I, I iron your underwear so it's nice and neat and ready to go for you. I thought it was weird, but ever since I've had iron underwear, I can't turn back. And your wife, <laughs> does she push back at all? Like, this, this, is a bit, this is a lot. No, not at all, because she understands how important my things are to me. Then why don't you do it? Because I don't want to. I, 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 exactly. I, I don't have the time or the patience for that kind of right. stuff. And she likes it. It's therapeutic for her, so she claims. Therapeutic. So I'm oh. not going to fight her. a bad look. Okay. And plus, I get so upset if I see a shirt that's been putting in the in the dryer okay. and it comes Stop out talking. all shrunk. Stop oh talking. my god! This I get so bad upset. Look. I get so fucking. Okay. I get full of rage when I see a shirt that wasn't ironed <laughs> properly. Not good. Send it back. Um, Scuba Steve, do you feel a bit of guilt that she does all this? Initially, I did, but it's been ten years of her doing this or her mom doing it, so. <laughs> At some point, she would have stopped if she didn't want to do it or, or expressed her interest of, of her hating this, but she does it and does it with a smile. So. Are you oh. embarrassed that this tea was spilled? It wasn't something that I planned on talking about ever, but since it's been talked about, it's out there. Nothing I can do about it now. Yeah. <laughs> wow. It isn't normal. It, it totally is not normal. I didn't, I didn't grow up that way. But I, now that I yes, thought, I love it. I think that oh, I would love it too. I listen, <laughs> I think awesome. that there's a lot of things I would love that I would feel okay, guilty about having let's done. Let's think <laughs> of the dynamic of their family and understanding whether she was the one working full time. Does your wife work, Eddie? Uh, whoever this is, <laughs> Steve. Hello, Scuba. whoever this is. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Scuba. Does your wife work? <laughs> she works full time. Yes. Oh my gosh! Wait, my my I'm sorry. I thought she didn't work at all. But she does and, it with a smile. Hey, Amy. my mom worked full time with four kids and did a lot of things yeah, too. But Scuba, you need to get in the laundry room and start. There's no way because then everything will be wrong, and then I'd be upset that she didn't do it in the first place. And you and don't then want to do it. Wait, why not get, get upset at yourself? You're a competent person. Learn how to do it. I do other things. Okay. I, do the, I do the outside stuff. Do you, we, we have oh. a compromise. She okay. does indoor. I do outdoor. What do you do? What, do you, what have you done recently? I mow the lawn. I weed eat edge. I pull the weeds. Does I do all she, the outside uh, stuff. Does she micromanage that? Like if you don't weed eat correctly, she gets angry? <laughs> she does, she, she'll make comments about things, so I make sure to make sure it's proper. It's their own dynamic. If yeah. it works for them, great. I just thought it was odd. Okay, well and Lunchbox then. was so eager to tell on him. I mean, <laughs> how tasty was that That's tea? tasty. That tea. That's hey. tea. That's a good tea. That's a good tea. I would just suggest to Steve that you make sure you she knows how much you appreciate it and then maybe change how you word it to people. I'll get angry if it ain't done right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Steve. You're very Scuba welcome. Steve, our executive producer. That was Spill the Tea. That was Let's Spill the Tea. If you're ready for your next job, trust your local experts at Express Employment Professionals. Express helps more than a half a million people find work each year and never charges a fee. Find a location at ExpressPros.com or download the Express Jobs app. The question is, is your kid spoiled? A yes or no answer, Amy? No. Eddie? Uh, no. Wow. I would say no. Okay. Check these off. Is your kid spoiled? Here are some signs. They don't have many chores. They have some. No, lots of chores. Some versus a lot. Lots. Yeah. All right, so far, these kids are less spoiled. Um, most of their sentences start with, I need. Mm-mm. No, I want. Mm, no, I want. Oh, even worse. <laughs> <laughs> Shoot. Give me. Amy's like, no, not really. Just give me. Eddie, I need. No, no, no. It started that way, but I nipped that one in the bud oh, real okay, quick. okay. So, Eddie, the hey, amazing dad over here. I won't say amazing dad because I think 
that would be unfair. I don't know what's amazing, what isn't. But I will tell you this. Eddie is the disciplinarian for sure of that. Those kids, because in here he's the glue guy of the show. He's a fun guy. keeps us all together. He's like the, when he's with his kids, and he's like, oh, they line up. <laughs> it, I, it's crazy. I've seen him have to get on the phone when he's with us out on the road and be like, okay, talk to them. From 300 miles away, they shape up. Yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy you're disciplinarian. I know, it's crazy. I don't know how I do it. I, it's, it's really... You're, you're silly putting it's, in here. It's a big acting job, because sometimes like I yeah. have to get mad at them, but it's funny what they're doing, and I have to act real serious and mad. Yeah, the funny thing. <laughs> they throw tantrums. No. Never. Not anymore. He nipped it in the bud. Sure did. Not any, everything's not anymore. <laughs> not yeah. anymore. Yeah. All right, well, it sounds like you guys have some pretty good kids. Whoa. The Here's Amy's pile of stories. A new survey commissioned by Tractor Supply Company showed that 62% of people think that they could live off the land if they needed to. That's the majority of people. You seem so disgusted with folks right now. No, She's like, I can't believe all these idiots. Well, I just don't think that we really could. Like, if we pulled the room, like, who could? I could. You could grow food and yes. hunt and skin it and cook it. I believe you could. When yeah. I did Bear Girls. <laughs> And we, fa- yeah, we found dead animals, and he was like, well, first, Bobby, and I, was, and I was already into it, and I was like, well, this is skin up, and he's like, what is happening here? This nutty guy knows how to skin, and I was like, well, yeah, I mean, I grew up in Arkansas, so I had to learn, this is what we did. Yeah, man. I don't use that a lot now. I think I'd be pretty good. There are probably certain things I don't know about farming. I can garden. I had a garden okay. once. So this mom is on TikTok saying that when she gives birth, she's pregnant right now, and she plans to immediately, when the baby comes out, paint her baby's toenails so that there's no confusion that's her baby and she put this up on tiktok and it's gone viral and people are calling her crazy but she's like nope like thousands of babies get switched in hospitals every year here's the deal thousands it happens thousands of times each year but normally it gets sorted out at the hospital and they don't end up going home with the wrong family i was gonna believe that until you went Right. Well, I'm, I'm giving you the asterisk. The switches d- happen, but then they figure out no. the confusion before they leave the hospital. Thank goodness. But still, it happens. They have to have a better system than that. All hospital. right, let's cut the cord. Well, first, hand me that polish. Yeah. <laughs> no way. That's what, what she plans on doing. And then lastly, uh, face yoga could make you look years younger. And I, this is something I was in on, like, I don't know, 10 years ago. The only caveat is they say now you have to do 30 minutes of face yoga a day in order to have the benefits, which improves like sagging of the face. Is that just making faces? Yeah, you can yeah. Google it. My wife does plenty of that when I tell jokes and stuff. <laughs> Or it's when I, not funny. Yeah, she's like, yeah. Is- Similar, but if you want to search out some classes, you just go to YouTube, type in face yoga, and some routines will pop up, and you can do those daily, and it'll help with your face. That's probably April Fool's joke or something. No, it's not. <laughs> yeah. It's called face yoga. All right, thank you. I'm Amy. That's my pile. That was Amy's pile of stories. Global events have the potential to impact us through cyber attacks. And while most experts agree that most major cyber attacks would likely be targeted on businesses or institutions or our utility infrastructure, they also say it's more important than ever to practice what they call cyber hygiene. That includes multi-factor authentication, updating your software, creating strong passwords, using a VPN. There's a lot out there. You know, it's important to understand how cybercrime and identity theft are affecting our lives. Every day, we put our information at risk on the internet. In an instant, a cyber criminal could steal what's yours, sometimes even harm your finances and your credit. But the good thing is there's LifeLock, LifeLock helps detect a wide range of identity threats, like your social security number being for sale on the dark web. No one can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions at all businesses. 
but you can help protect what's yours with LifeLock by Norton. Join now. Save 25% off your first year by using the promo code BONES. 1-800-LIFELOCK or LifeLock.com. Use the promo code BONES for 25% off. It's time for the good news. With Amy. Tell me something good. So this guy in Wisconsin was at a dog park and he lost his wedding ring. He thought, man, this is just lost forever. I can't find it anywhere. So he posted on Facebook that he lost it. Well, someone else is at the dog park and their dog was over by something. They were like, oh, what's that shiny thing? Got the ring. They went over to the next door app thingy and they posted, found this ring. So two different websites, but two different people. A third party person that's not involved in any of it saw the missing ring guy post on Facebook. He's on the internet too much. He's on both. He's on the internet too much. Then he was on next door and saw that someone found a ring that looked like the missing ring. And then he... That's united funny. them wow. and said, oh, I solved the mystery. This person lost a ring. This person found a ring, brought them together. Voila. And I hope that person finds a friend because obviously they're looking for something. <laughs> they're on all the apps, but that's great. Everybody won there. Yeah. Person got the ring back. Yes. Person made the news. That's how you can make the news. Lunchbox, find somebody something. I know, but I didn't even say their names. But find somebody something. I mean, I've been trying. I look everywhere I go. I look for lost items. Oh, like that one point. time I fought, found the little, what is that drive thing called? Oh, USB drive. Yeah, and I thought it was going to have a bunch of pictures. It had nothing on it. <laughs> I like, though, that everywhere you go, you look for lost things. Yeah. Everywhere. everywhere. I like that. That's good. <laughs> Amy, good story. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. It's time for Amy's Morning Corny. The Morning Corny. Did you hear about the flower who went on a date with another flower? Uh Uh-uh. Well, it's a budding romance. (laughs) That was the Morning Corny. They better water it. Get it? Probably won't be telling that. I one. mean, that's a pretty rough one, huh? <laughs> Is it? Yeah, a little bit. I mean, did you hear my water part I just added? Yeah, yeah, yeah okay. Spring is here. Savor every moment with HelloFresh. HelloFresh has delicious options. Make it easy to get meals on the table because it's delivered right to your doorstep. Get started today at HelloFresh.com slash Bones16. Use the code Bones16 for 16 free meals plus three gifts. It's going to be awesome when one of you goes to Los Angeles Oh wow! and oh. acts in this movie. And just for our listeners that don't know the story, I was reached out to and said, hey, we'll call him Person X. Can we have Person X be in our movie? And then the company said, yeah, is it cool if they leave for a few days? And I was like, absolutely. Are you kidding? This would be a dream for anybody. Yeah, you don't need to ask me. You already knew that I'd be good with it. So <laughs> I'm, I'm glad you did. Thank you. And so I'm going to eliminate one of you. It's going to be either Amy Lunchbox Eddie. <laughs> Morgan or Ray. Okay. So there are five people up for the role. (laughs) Yeah. awesome. And they didn't audition, and I didn't suggest somebody. Again, it came purely to me. Which makes me think it's me by that They were definitely looking for something specific. That's right. Exactly. That's right. I stand out for sure. Okay, but Lunchbox is the only one that has been taking acting lessons. It doesn't sound like they need an actor. They need someone who's already this kind of person. They didn't know Lunchbox was taking acting lessons. Oh. Ah! Eddie. Oh, I thought they were maybe looking for someone with a little bit of They don't listen to the show. This is a major streamer. They don't listen to the show? What? Yeah, so Eddie, they know nothing about you. I mean, what do they I mean, they may. Somebody may listen to the show. What are they Eddie's look? Someone that wears a hat to cover his bald head. Hispanic dad. What do you offer, Eddie? Okay. Hispanic dad. Let's ask what everybody offers. Eddie, if they were to say, hey, we want Eddie for a role, why? We want someone who's kind of like a dad, but cool and Hispanic. Okay. Okay. Ray. Why would they come to you? Newlywed, jacked guy, all-American boy. Okay. 
Lunchbox. I am a treat to look at. Ladies drawn to me. I have an aura about me, and I'm just every I'm the prom king, so everybody wants a piece of me. Amy? I have no idea. Well, that's not a good job. <laughs> well, Amy, sell, you got to sell something. I, I don't know well, why they've in already the world. Offered it. Oh. Okay. Yeah, so like I don't I I I don't know. Morgan? I mean, my best guess would be because I'm young, fun, and I'm really joyful. Okay, you're quite joyful, that's true. Well, one of you has to be eliminated today. And I don't like I don't like this. Is this tough? I don't like it for that person either. It's fun as a bit, but in, this is a real life thing where one of you is actually going to get a job and it's going to pay scuba thousand bucks a day it's, it's pretty it's a very decent amount yeah around yeah. that range yeah wow and you will leave this show yep I'm for out. a few days and go do this job all right well forever. the first person who's remaining remaining oh, you're yeah doing it this way? <laughs> give it to me i like it bone the first person who's remaining is amy amy you're remaining <laughs> okay Why are you laughing at me? Somebody's going to get real hurt. I don't know. I'm just Somebody's going to get so hurt, Bones. The next person who's remaining. Yeah. Go ahead and give it to me. Eddie. Yeah! Here we go, baby. Yes! What? The next person who's remaining. Morgan. Woo! That's fun. Oh my gosh, this is so fun. I feel a little I know, I feel bad for Ray too. It's gonna be a rough day. Sorry, Ray. Maybe next year. One of you two will be cut today. (sighs) Oh no. Gosh, if it, okay. What? Can I just say, well, it is what it is. It's it's down to the final two. It's not my job. I didn't, I have nothing to do with this. But the first person cut who will not be getting the role in a major streaming movie. <laughs> I'm doing cut. Okay? Oh, wait, okay. who will be cut? Yes. Yes, this person will be cut. It's going to hurt. I got the camera on him. <laughs> no, you don't give it on me. You have it on the wrong person there, bud. <laughs> hey, Ray. Yeah. You're safe. What? Yeah! Oh, my what? God. What? Oh, uh, dude. I didn't want to drag him out. I didn't oh. want to drag him out you know all what? week. That's nice of you. No, it's bull crap. I didn't want to drag him I out all week. I won't watch the movie. <laughs> what? I won't watch the movie. They're idiots. Whoever runs so that, that thing, they, they made a bad. They, they made a big mistake. Angry. I didn't want to drag him out. He's Man, he be... spent money on this. Oh yeah, takes I, an acting class. I had already met He's... with a real estate agent. Oh. I was, I was going to sell my house. I was moving all over. Sell my house. I got to go. <laughs> It's for four days. <laughs> no, no, but that's that was the start. And you don't okay. just leave Hollywood. Once you're there, you're there. I'm dizzy. So lunchbox. That's awful. <laughs> that's so stupid. Mm. I told my acting class. Oh no! Why would you do oh, that? No. Why would you do class. that? Why would you do that? Why would you do that? No because one told you it was you. Them. What did you tell them? I, I said, guys, you're never gonna believe it, but I've got a role in an upcoming movie. Like I fly out in June. <laughs> And but like, you didn't. No, I did. Like it, it was all there. Like everything you said was I, there. Like uh, all of a sudden, I start talking about acting. <laughs> I start taking acting classes. All of a sudden, this movie comes along, and they want someone. And I, I miraculously, I don't get it. I, whatever. That's cool. <laughs> he told the class. <laughs> I mean, that's fine. 
It had nothing to do with you acting in classes. Obviously. Obviously, you didn't fight for me hard enough. I had no, it had I, nothing I, to do no, with... No, it's okay. They came to him. They, they sent that, me an email. And they said, do you have anybody? No, 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 they no, did not. It's okay. They specifically asked for this one I'm going to need to see the email. That's fine. <laughs> I'm going to need to see all the email. So many all things. email correspondence. Well, I'm because sorry. Because I want to... I, I, I okay. mean, <laughs> the fact that you pushed them away from me... I, I didn't push it. Scuba, will you tell him... I had yeah. nothing to do with who they asked for. Yeah, we have no control over this. Yeah, they asked sure for a certain you know. person. Well, let him talk. Let him talk. Go <laughs> you ahead. You should have said, well, have you ever thought about this guy? <laughs> they yeah. had a, a position they wanted. They had a certain typecast, and that's what they went with. Then it's obviously a female because they wouldn't, I mean. Uh, <laughs> well, no. Uh, yeah, guys in running. Mexican dad. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Raymundo, all-American boy. Yeah. Morgan, full of joy. They have plenty of Oompa Loompas in Hollywood. Oh, There's no oh, need to oh, insult no. him. Oh, yeah. no. I'm just saying. That's so rude. Okay. Uh, I listen. I hope it's like of who's left. Like I kind of uh, hope it's not me because Lunchbox is gonna be brutally. He's gonna. Be, oh, who like, cares though? What? Okay, that's where we are. Oh, Tomorrow my. we'll I eliminate mean, somebody it's, else. It's gonna be so awful. I, hear you. I know. It's fine though. Tomorrow we'll eliminate somebody else. Okay. Okay. I don't even care. I'm not even gonna tune in for that segment. <laughs> You'll be in here. Oh, well, I won't pay attention. <laughs> Okay. I'm so mad. Okay. Like, that's so stupid. Let, oh. Let me play a song. And scene. All okay. right, now you can tell me the real thing. Okay. Now he's acting like this was all an acting <laughs> no, thing. Yeah, this is all an acting <laughs> thing. You guys are real good. I've got to play a song. Thank you all. We'll do this again tomorrow. Hey, it's Bobby Bones. I want to say thanks for everybody who has helped with St. Jude. I mean, you guys are changing lives. You guys are saving lives. St. Jude has been leading the way to the world's best survival rates for some of the most aggressive forms of cancer. And I'm talking about childhood cancer. Your support actually means that families never receive a bill from St. Jude for treatment or travel or housing or food. So the parents can focus on uh, being a parent and helping their kid live. You know, I never had cancer, but I was in the hospital as a kid for a long time. And I just remember how difficult it was, how scary it was. And then I remember getting out and having to figure out how to pay the bill. I'd have to pay them. You know, somebody did, but St. Jude eliminates a lot of that. You can help St. Jude stop childhood cancer by becoming a partner in hope. You'll get an awesome new This Shirt Saves Lives shirt. Join the doctors, the researchers. Hey, join me in this fight and visit musicgives.org. That's musicgives.org. We've all been there. You have a question about your credit card. You call the number for help and you can't get a hold of anyone. With 24-7... U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yeah, you heard that right. A real person. Get the customer service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Willie Nelson, Waylon Jennings, Chris Christopherson. How did the biggest names in outlaw country start a musical revolution? Through one woman's vision from one tiny living room. Don't miss Mandy Moore as Sue Brewer in the new scripted Audible original, The Boar's Nest, Sue Brewer and the Birth of Outlaw Country Music. Discover the true untold story of the extraordinary woman behind the outlaw country music movement and its biggest stars. Brewer shaped the sound and soul of country music as we know it today, despite never picking up an instrument herself. Lovingly dubbed as The Boar's Nest, Sue's place was an intimate staging ground where a new breed of singer-songwriters, wounded souls, wayward upstarts, that's where they would spur each other and tap into something bigger and something realer. Starring Mandy Moore and featuring Eben Moss Backrack as Shel Silverstein and T.J. Osborne as Johnny Cash, 
alongside a full ensemble cast. Audible invites you to enter the boar's nest and experience the rise of a musical revolution. One woman, one time, one place. The boar's nest. Sue Brewer and the birth of outlaw country music. Listen now at audible.com slash the boar's nest. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. Every week, we'll pick a new song from the list and talk about their placement on the revamped 2021 list. We'll also have guests join us, ranging from the artists themselves to the producers or simply other writers like ourselves who voted on them. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern-day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside and Britney Spears' Baby One More Time. There's so many fascinating stories that have been forgotten, like Midnight Train to Georgia, starting with a phone call to Farrah Fawcett, or how the Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs inspired Kelly Clarkson's banger Since You've Been Gone and Beyonce's Hold Up. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. There was another woman who was protesting the chicken killing at a Timberwolves game. The first woman tried to glue herself to the court. This was like the play-in game to the playoffs. This next woman tried to chain herself like to the back of a goal. And here's the situation. They're protesting this guy killing chickens, but all the chickens were sick with like bird flu. So I'm not sure their goal here. Like, don't kill the chickens. Let them infect people. Huh. And other chickens. And then they're also buying really close seats. Expensive close yeah, seats. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, that, that, those are good tickets. Those are expensive and good. <laughs> Do these two protesters know each other? I'm sure they know the cause. Okay. I don't know if they're cousins or anything. Oh. But for the second time, a protest occurred while the Minnesota Timberwolves were playing basketball. During Saturday's game one between the Wolves and Grizzlies, someone threw what appeared to be a number of flyers onto the floor, interrupted play, and before that could happen because this, again, but this one was in Memphis, but the same idea, the same oh. guy from the Grizzlies, or from the uh, the Timberwolves. Timberwolves. Yeah. So, but anyway, it, it's it's hilarious. No, nobody got hurt. What? How did she chain? Like, what was her plan? To, what, to uh, get attention. Well, that, I that's know, why you do it. Oh, no, I know that part. I'm wondering, like, how she chained herself, like, she used a chain to tie herself to the thing that holds up the backboard on the rim. Security in the arena managed to get her untied before she was carried out. Okay. So per several media reports, the protester was part of the same organization, that the woman that glued herself to the floor. Mm-hmm. Hilarious. It's like an airplane, right? If I go to a game now and I don't see this, I'm be disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> That's why they're going to the yeah, game now. Yeah, <laughs> like, let's go. wonder where the protest will be today. <laughs> but it's all about these mass chickens, these mass killings of chickens, but they all had the avian flu. Interesting. So I don't understand what the point here is. Yeah, and I don't, I don't get the connection to the basketball games other than just people the watching owner, no, The owner of the Timberwolves. That, that's what I said last he's time, He's the one right? that killed the chickens. But chicken. he's not even the real owner anymore. So weird. But yes, that's from uprocks.com. Hilarious. Uh, another one is Tom Brady's touchdown ball. Somebody bought that final touchdown ball for $518,000, and then Brady unretired, not a month later, but the next day. The next day. The guy, and I saw who the guy was, the real estate guy, nobody famous, but just has a lot of money, and he bought this ball because he wanted to own it and put it in a museum, not even to keep for himself. And so Tom Brady unretires, and that ball goes to virtually zero. Well, what happened was the auction house, the seller, the buyer all agreed, and... 
it is just nothing now. He gets his money back. Full oh. refund? Everybody's cool. Wow, that's, that's good. Amazing. I was hoping for that. You know, I'm torn because that's a risk you take when investing, especially something like that, memorabilia. Yeah. Maybe he should have got like half back. That is a, that's part of it. Like, is this going to go up or down in value? And that was a massive, massive negative situation. Mm. But that's showbiz, baby. Sometimes when you buy that, <laughs> it goes the wrong way. So he got his money back. And finally in sports, uh, Amy's son had a jujitsu tournament. I know nothing about jujitsu except sometimes on UFC, they'll be like, this person's a jujitsu master. But they're also like punching and kicking. What I learned is jujitsu has no punching and no kicking. It is simply... And I say simple as in for me to understand it, it's simply wrestling grappling. Right, Amy? Yeah. I often describe it as rolling around on the floor. Yes. So I kept, (laughs) I was like, punch him. But there's no punching. (laughs) No punching. So we go to this convention center. Caitlin and I go to watch Amy's son, Stevenson, in his first ever tournament. First ever formal athletic event. Ever. Yeah. Yeah. This is a big deal for him. He's never had something he's belonged to like this. He's got his little, and you can see on my Instagram, he's got his little, his, what's it, what do you call it? Gi. His gi. That's like the robe? It's like the robe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So how, as a mom, were you nervous? I was nervous because, yes, he's never done anything like this before, but mostly I was just proud. Like, I was excited for him. And I just wanted, I'm just proud of him for getting out there and doing it. I just was, yeah, and then I didn't want him to, like, have a horrible experience, but he didn't. I mean, he walked away from it, like, feeling so good and wanting to do it again. But I'm like, well... You got second place, buddy. You can't he he do did it get again. second in the whole, but he got second place in the whole tournament of everybody. Wow! In his, yes, in his division, he got second place <laughs> in his whole first tournament. However, <laughs> however, as my daughter likes to keep reminding everybody, including Stevenson, there was only two people in his weight class. Oh well, that, w- that would make a difference. <laughs> <laughs> she, we're we're trying at dinner later that night. We're trying to just remind him, but buddy, you got the silver medal, second place. He got to stand on the the second place box. But we strategically cut out the third place. Yeah, box even though I took the, the picture, I cut that third place <laughs> out because no nobody on it. Because yeah. <laughs> there's nobody on it. Um, but yeah, so and my daughter just starts <laughs> laughing at the dinner table, and she's like, "There was only two people." <laughs> I told her so. not to do that. Well, she's the sister. They still did it. She's yeah. not gonna let it go. It was his first ever competition, and I was super proud of him. I was super proud of him. Yeah. I mean, he and he got he got beat, but the kid that he was up against was like. A master. Oh. He, had a, he had a different color belt on. Oh, man. He just happened to be small. Oh, yeah. He was small. So I kind of, when I saw the little kid walk up, I kind of under my breath, I was like, yes, because he was so little. And then he whooped by. Uh-huh. So Shira likes to remind <laughs> me of that, too. She's like, hey, mom, remember when you were like, yes, he's so small. And then he whooped up on him. <laughs> different yeah. color different color belts, yeah. though, for sure. Mm-hmm. But it was awesome. And, and. My hope for him was he would finish his first ever performance in a tournament and be like, I want to do it again. Not, oh, man, I got beat. I don't want to do it anymore. How, what was his response? I mean, he no, he wants to do it again. He stayed. He wanted to stay the rest of the tournament and watch people, even when it got into the adults. Good. So he was very into it. And the whole time I was like, man, I want to get back out there. And so he's got practice tonight. And the coach said he was going to work with him on some of the stuff that he saw that he needs to improve on. And he's ready. He can't wait for his next tournament. There's some pictures up on my Instagram at Mr. Bobby Bones if you want to see it. But it was awesome. That's so cool. Yeah, it was awesome. It was a whole fight culture out there. Like everybody out there is just like they're on their fighting groups. I picture it like Karate Kid. Is that yeah, what it's like? Yeah, kind of. Okay. And there, there's like a huge mat and there are different fights happening on the mat. That's so cool. But there are only two people in this age division. It reminds me of, you ever watch Cheer on Netflix? Yeah. And they're like, we're competing for nationals. <laughs> there's only two teams that hold. That whole, <laughs> it's so dumb. 
They're, it's only two, literally two teams in their whole competition. They're like, we've been number one 74 years in a row, or we have 26 championships. There are two teams in the whole. <laughs> so, and they're like, we're going to nationals. They're competing against one other team only. <laughs> uh, it's awesome, though. Come on. It's time for the good news. With producer Eddie. Tell me something good. There's a volunteer fire department in Canada, and they're having their yearly recruitment day. This is where all the firefighters come in and say, hey, I'd like to volunteer here. And they go through resumes, interview people, whatever. And in the crowd, there's a three-year-old. Somebody brought their three-year-old, and his name is Oliver, and he's always wanted to be a firefighter. So Always. (laughs) It's like kids on American Idol when I was on that show. They'd be 15. My whole life, all I could dream of is You're singing 15. this song. And I'm like, you know, I haven't had a life yet. <laughs> right. Yes. So so they look at Oliver and they're like, all right, this is cute. That's Let's funny. just get him, let him go through the whole process. They interview Oliver. They let him go on a fire truck. They give him a helmet and give him the whole tour. And for the day, he was a firefighter. So it's pretty cool. And he probably has a lot of cool pictures. And we'll slightly remember it, but we'll probably want to be a firefighter later in life. Absolutely. Even if he doesn't remember it, I think he will train himself to think he remembered it by Correct. the pictures. Yeah. And he'll probably save a life of one of those people. Come that on. Then we'll do this story when we're 93, being like, tell me something good. <laughs> now I read this uh, one 80 years ago. Remember Oliver, Eddie? <laughs> uh, good job. Good, good, good for those guys for giving Oliver a day he'll never remember. No, he will remember. Okay, there you go. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. Introducing the first ever Hyundai Ioniq 5. This thing has all the tech you would ever want. It's fully electric inside and out. Your journey at its most evolved. The Hyundai Ioniq 5. Extremely limited availability. Available in select states only. Contact your Hyundai dealer for availability details. All right, the most important segment of our day. Let's get to the big stories. Bobby's Big Stories. Lunchbox, I know you're still upset, but I'd like to bring you into the news here for a reason. You think we can probably do this, right? Yeah, I think we can do it. How, how much of a plot twist would it be if Lunchbox came on the air right now after not getting the movie role and going, he's the <laughs> one who won the $20 million Mega Millions of Tennessee? Come on. Like, I'm going to read you the story. And it if can't it's, be him, though. If it's you, greatest plot twist <laughs> ever of somebody being angry to being so excited. <laughs> one lucky person from Tennessee. By the way, our show, we live in Nashville, Tennessee right now. The Tennessee Lottery announces one lucky person won $20 million in the Mega Millions jackpot. Lunchbox, how often do you play the Mega Millions jackpot? Uh, twice a week. So he plays religiously. <laughs> Never does it happen right here close to us where somebody wins this much money. $20 million, all six numbers, Friday, April 15th, which was this last Friday, which, again, we haven't seen Lunchbox since this last Friday. Oh, if you come, if you start screaming right now and you won, this is going to be crazy. Uh, so here we go. The last time someone won this in this state was 2014. Wow. It's, again, been eight years. <laughs> This is from WKRN. Lunchbox, is there anything you'd like to say? Oh, if he says it. Come on, man. There's any anything you'd like to say? My life sucks, man. What? Yeah. I mean, I don't get the movie role. Now you're going to tell me someone won $20 million in my backyard. But? It wasn't me. Oh. Yeah, he wouldn't be oh, here. No. Golly! Why does the world hate me so much? <laughs> like, it is just like the world crapping on me over and over and over oh. again. Except you have a great job. Goodness You know gracious. what? He maybe would have won if it wasn't for the doll. Okay. And, and then the, the doll, doll cursed you? Yeah, and the doll didn't give me the movie role either. I, mean, I don't think that's the case. This exactly, happened. neither this, do I. Okay. 
Well, Goodness you, gracious. thought maybe he'd have won that. It'd have been a great moment for the show. <laughs> no, Do you think they're no. a listener of this show? I have no idea. Yeah. I don't even know what part. Uh, that'd be great if they gave me a million. For what? For what? For entertaining them every morning. All right, WKRN with that oh! story. Uh, five kindergartners accidentally drank tequila during snack time Whoa. at a school in Michigan. Whoopsie. Now that's a snack time, doesn't it? <laughs> oh, man. Parents at Grand River Academy Livonia are outraged because a kindergartner bought a bottle of ready-to-drink Jose Cuervo margaritas and multiple students drank from them. Alexis Smith is one of those parents. Her kindergartner had a Dixie cup full of the mixed tequila drink and said she had four or five sips. They were baffled when they learned what happened. Their daughters were each given what they thought was a juice during snack time. In reality, it was, uh, what's the song? Jose Cuervo. Jose Cuervo. Like three bottles, three drinks of Jose Cuervo. No? <laughs> I don't know. Why do you guys not know that song? No, I don't know. Okay. Uh, so anyway, the, everybody's angry. The school released a statement that said, while we try to keep an eye on everything our students bring to school, that's simply not possible. It's unfortunate these types of adult beverages can be easily mistaken for child-friendly drinks. The school said they called poison control. The school called the parents right away. They say that the parents of the kindergartner should be punished from Fox to Detroit. Yeah, 10 rounds with Jose Cuervo. Thank Yes, that's a very famous song from the 90s. Mm, don't remember I that like one. I just sang it. Mm, you didn't really sing anything. There was no real <laughs> melody to what you said. Okay. Um, finally... No, not finally. I have a lot more. A fugitive who escaped from police in Ohio last week stole an SUV in Bedford Township and disappeared before deputies could arrive. The, they were called about 7 a.m., but he escaped in a Ford Escape, and then he's still gone. He escaped. He ran from the cops in a Ford Escape, and they still can't find him. He escaped in the escape. <laughs> no, we got it. I, I, the, the, the escape <laughs> happened in the escape. Wow. Uh, deputies believe the man was, they know his name, 35 years old. And he is still on the run. That's from clickondetroit.com. I don't know if you heard yet, but he escaped in an escape. And he still escaped. He's, a, he's still considered escape. Huh. That's okay. right. A Kentucky man who wins a $450,000 payout after coworkers ignored his request to not throw him a surprise party suffered that anxiety attack when they yelled, surprise! Wow. <laughs> so we got half That's a million crazy. bucks. Wow. Mm-hmm. Do you like surprise parties? I, I don't know that I've ever really had one. But I wouldn't mind it. I know you don't. Uh, he's a Kentucky man who was fired for having a panic attack when they saw him as violent. Because he was like, ah, sort of yeah. freaking out. Wow. But he wasn't violent. That's crazy. He had an anxiety attack, and now he's been given almost a half million dollars. <laughs> a California man says Tesla, the computer in the car, froze as he was going 83 on a highway. That's almost like the brakes going out. Or like speed. Don't let the bus drop below yeah. whatever miles an hour. But this wasn't a movie. A uh, California man more than a little freaked out. Javier Rodriguez was driving 83 on a highway. The car got stuck at that speed and nothing else worked. No buttons, no switches, no turn signals. The whole computer froze according to him. The brakes still worked and he had to kind of hold the brakes according to the story and get the car to pull over and then rebooted the whole thing and then it seemed fine. That's he scary. says he needs a better explanation to feel truly safe in the car again even though the service center says it's been fixed. That's from ABC7. But there's that situation. Thank you. That's the news. Those were Bobby's Big Stories. I'm not mad, Eddie. I'm just disappointed. Man, never heard that song. Are you kidding? No, I sat here and listened to the whole thing. I'm like, no, still no, 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 that one. Wow. That's a big song from back in the day. I can't know all the songs, dude. Come on. No, you can. (laughs) Wow, shocked. Okay, coming up in a second, I do want to get a Garth review from Raymundo. Did a big football stadium show or two this weekend. 
And then Eddie and I will talk about our show this weekend. We're opening for Garth on Saturday, which is pretty crazy. It's crazy that it's coming. So crazy. I I keep waiting to see a text going, gotcha. (laughs) It's not coming, is it? it's not coming, I don't think. Uh, So we'll talk about that, and then we'll update you guys on the storage unit that Lunchbox and I are trying to buy. So then we can get in it and see what's in there and then sell the stuff off and make a lot of money. I love Tractor Supply. I was so surprised. The very first time I went to Tractor Supply, and it wasn't just full of tractors, what it has is a lot of things that we can use in our everyday life, like meat, animals, dog food, everywhere. They have so many dog supplies or cats, it almost doesn't matter what animal you have. Springtime is here. Perfect for your trip to Tractor Supply. Great values for your lawn, for your backyard. Selections on mowers, zero turns, mulch, plants, garden tools, grills. You need a new grill. Furniture for your outdoor spaces. Tractor Supply has it all with trusted national brands like Cub Cadet, Scott's, miracle Grow, Blackstone Grills, and more. If you're looking to go green, check out their exclusive Greenworks Pro battery-powered lawn tools that can stand up to the tough jobs and can help you save on your gas bill. And if you have questions or you need help, you're going to love the staff at Tractor Supply. Friendly, helpful, very knowledgeable, thankfully. They help me out, I promise you. Shop now, online, or in-store on the Tractor Supply app. Garth Brooks did two shows here in Nashville in a football stadium, so Garth is always awesome. I've never seen him in a stadium. Ray went to the stadium show. What's your review? Saturday night, I would say, because there was people on the field, too. You're talking 70,000 people yeah. screaming. I mean, he might have played for four and a half hours. He went on at 7.07. A lot of our friends didn't get home till midnight, so I think he was done around 11.30-ish. Wow. Yeah. What'd you think? I was it was awesome. Yeah, he uh he always has twists and turns. Like one time he let this little kid, like a ten year old kid, Charles, sing standing outside the fire. Pretty cool. Didn't think the ten year old was gonna do it, but he pulled it off. A ten year old sang yeah. in front of seventy thousand people, no problem. Yeah. yeah, that that was neat. There was another time I was wearing a pretty standout hat. It was like said six million. It was when Gar sold six million tickets and only like a hundred people in the world have them. And so I was wearing that hat and during one of his songs he pointed at me and pointed at the hat and I was like, That's my boy Garth. I was right, I was seven rows back. That's awesome. Yeah, so I mean, I was he was spitting on me, sweating on me, throwing <laughs> shirts on me the entire night. Wow. Does Garth have a throwing problem with you? On you? Uh, <laughs> spitting on him? Interesting. Yeah, uh-huh. he, he got pretty sweaty, so he had to shed about mid-show. Man, a, a Garth live show is unlike anything I've ever seen. I can't believe he played for four hours. Yeah, it, it was probably four or five encores. We, we kept thinking Dang. that was going to be the last what? one, then he would come back out and sing another song. I didn't know he had that many. He plays all the hits. Yep. You know, it's not a show where he goes and he's like, oh, I'm going to play my first... Uh, six songs here are going to be new stuff you haven't heard yet. <laughs> no. He might play one or two newish ones. When I've seen him, he plays one or two. But it's the hits. I mean, nobody gives more to an audience than Garth does when he plays. But I have not seen him in a football stadium. What's the setup like? Well, and I was thinking, I believe it's with the sun, too. So when all the openers played, it was sunny out. and you know. But when, it, when it's Garth time, it's pitch dark. Mm-hmm. So you, you guys aren't going to have to deal with that. I thought maybe Eddie trips over something. You got mic cord you got to watch out for. <laughs> The lights will be on, but be ready. I mean, there's about 70,000 people in there for the openers. Really good. Oh, yeah. Everybody's I mean, there. I mean, yeah. <laughs> well, that doesn't well make so nervous. if you're new, Eddie and I have, we're a comedy duo. We've been playing music. Listen, we have a number one record of our own. Come on. A number one Billboard comedy That's record. That's right. They're not really the same chart. Not really the same. <laughs> it's okay, though. No, we know. We've been the only comedy record out that week. But still, uh, we have been playing comedy shows for years and years. And Garth called and said, hey, I'm playing in Razorback Stadium. Do you want to come open? I was like, heck yeah, let's go. Well, now as it's getting closer, I'm like, well. <laughs> yeah, that's I don't a lot know, of people. I, I think it's not the, so much the people, but I think it's, a lot of people aren't going to get what we do. 
We're gonna have to explain to them. Hey, hello, everybody. Everybody, everybody. We are a comedy act. Dog, dog. You're gonna hear songs, songs, songs. But they're supposed to make you laugh. And I hope that people understand what's going on. Otherwise, wow. they're gonna be like, what's, what is this? What's you have happening? to do a disclaimer in the front of the show. Every time. Huh. So we're gonna open up for Garth on <laughs> Saturday night. I can't wait mostly to watch the show. I know, me too. Like after we're done and we're like, Ooh, okay, we're good there. <laughs> that to get to watch the show is gonna be pretty amazing. What do you give it, Ray? How many cowboy hats? Yeah, I gave it uh, four lassos out of five. Knoxville, I think, was 100,000 when I went to that one, but this one was really, really good. But be careful. He comes out during the openers. Wait, you only you give mean? him four lassos out of five? Yeah, five out of five was Knoxville. Okay, so yeah. you're, compa- oh, you're only comparing it to his other shows, not other shows in general. I'm a big fan, guy, so I thought Knoxville was louder. Nashville did all right, though. Here's why Nashville kind of sucks, though, when it comes to shows. People who live in Nashville are so used to having good shows and good artists all Spoiled. the time. Yeah. Spoiled rotten. That's what I say. Yep. Okay, but hold on. What do you say? So Garth might come out when he's opening? Yeah, he, he jumped on with the openers this time. But he probably won't with us because he doesn't know our songs. But, Uh-oh. Well, so if he oh, comes no. out during Hobby Lobby Bobby. Oh, gosh. Hey, hey, he might come out if we play Friends in Low Places. No, we're not playing any of his songs. Think yeah, about yeah, that. Yeah, no. We do a whole set of his covers <laughs> or parodies of his songs. He would hate that. Uh-huh. That's going to be the last time we open up for him. Uh, Okay, so here's what we're getting. Well, it's probably the last time anyway. Oh, that you're right. Good point. (laughs) Thank you, Amy. I didn't want to say it. Well, then let's just do it then. That is funny. Lunchbox and I are trying to buy a storage unit. We don't really know what's in it. They show some pictures from afar and they go, hey, if you want to buy the storage unit, you can have it, but you got to clean it out and then you get all the stuff. And I guess the goal, Lunchbox, is for us to buy it and then you to go and try to sell this stuff. Yes, that's exactly right. But where do you sell it? Uh, you sell it at pawn shops, you sell it online, you sell it at a garage sale. Um, there's a person on YouTube called the Auction Professor that teaches you, like, every little thing teaches you how to sell it. You've been watching it? Uh, yeah. Are you lying? I, no, I, got, I, I, I looked him up, and I was like, dang, this dude is legit, has videos on everything. I'm like, all right, I'm about to start uh, doing some research for the show. All right, next segment, the storage space that we're uh. trying to buy has gone up. I'll tell you how much it is now. We have to decide on the air if we want to buy this or not. There's only two days left in this auction. So we'll do that in a second, and we'll try to get to what's the haps, too, what happened over our weekend. Both of those coming up. Every three seconds, there's a new victim of identity theft. LifeLock by Norton makes it easy to help protect yourself. No one can monitor all transactions at all businesses, but you can save up to 25% off your first year at lifelock.com, promo code BONES. Hey, it's Bobby Bones. I want to say thanks for everybody who has helped with St. Jude. I mean, you guys are changing lives. You guys are saving lives. St. Jude has been leading the way to the world's best survival rates for some of the most aggressive forms of cancer, and I'm talking about childhood cancer. Your support actually means that families never receive a bill from St. Jude for treatment or travel or housing or food. So the parents can focus on being a parent and helping their kid live. You know, I never had cancer, but I was in the hospital as a kid for a long time. And I just remember how difficult it was, how scary it was. And then I remember getting out and having to figure out how to pay the bill. I didn't have to pay it, but you know, somebody did. But St. Jude eliminates a lot of that. You can help St. Jude stop childhood cancer by becoming a partner in hope. You'll get an awesome new This Shirt Saves Lives shirt. Join the doctors, the researchers. Hey, join me in this fight and visit musicgives.org. That's musicgives.org. We've all been there. You have a question about your credit card. You call the number for help and you can't get a hold of anyone. With 24-7, U.S.-based, live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person. 
anytime, day or night. Yeah, you heard that right. A real person. Get the customer service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Willie Nelson, Waylon Jennings, Chris Christopherson. How do the biggest names in outlaw country start a musical revolution? Through one woman's vision from one tiny living room. Don't miss Mandy Moore as Sue Brewer in the new scripted Audible original, The Boar's Nest, Sue Brewer and the Birth of Outlaw Country Music. Discover the true untold story of the extraordinary woman behind the outlaw country music movement and its biggest stars. Brewer shaped the sound and soul of country music as we know it today, despite never picking up an instrument herself. Lovingly dubbed as The Boar's Nest, Sue's place was an intimate staging ground where a new breed of singer-songwriters, wounded souls, wayward upstarts, that's where they would spur each other and tap into something bigger and something realer. Starring Mandy Moore and featuring Eben Moss Backrack as Shel Silverstein and TJ Osborne as Johnny Cash alongside a full ensemble cast. Audible invites you to enter the boar's nest and experience the rise of a musical revolution. One woman, one time, one place. The boar's nest. Sue Brewer and the birth of outlaw country music. Listen now at audible.com slash the boar's nest. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. Every week, we'll pick a new song from the list and talk about their placement on the revamped 2021 list. We'll also have guests join us, ranging from the artists themselves to the producers or simply other writers like ourselves who voted on them. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern-day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside and Britney Spears' Baby One More Time. There's so many fascinating stories that have been forgotten, like Midnight Train to Georgia, starting with a phone call to Farrah Fawcett, or how the Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs inspired Kelly Clarkson's banger Since You've Been Gone and Beyonce's Hold Up. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you guys think we're going to make any money of this? I don't know, man. Not really. It doesn't look like it. Yeah, haters in the house for sure. What, what do you mean? What, what do you, you mean could... it doesn't look like it? What does it look like? Yeah. Well, I feel like you guys are spending a lot of money on stuff that you, really somebody saw as trash. But it's an investment in things that could be worth even more. Man, that could is in bold letters for it sure. It is for sure. So there are these storage units in town, and they're up for auction. And this one is a five by five, which is five feet by five feet space. It's at $160 right now. And if we win this one, we get what's in it, which looks like a lot of different pair of shoes. Looks like there's some shoe boxes. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, you don't know what's inside. I know. Exactly. What if there's cash in those? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like drug money. And that'd be a lot. So we were trying to bid and win this thing so we could then sell it because there's a big market for old school tennis shoes. So we're at 160. And what Lunchbox and I are doing, how we're splitting it up, is I'm paying for 75% of it, him 25%. Great business partner. But then he takes it all and does the work and sells it. And then we split the money after that. So we're at 160 Lunchbox, which would mean you'd have to pay like around 50 bucks. All right. If we go up to 170 or so. Oh, man. So, do you want to do 170 or not? Well, here's what I was thinking, and and I was talking to some people online. Oh, and, great! That always <laughs> turns out. <laughs> oh boy, go ahead. That have done some of these before, and they said what you need to do is wait until the last five minutes to bid, so that way it doesn't keep going up and up and up and up and up, and this person doesn't have time to outbid you. 
what you're doing is you're bidding and giving them so many so much time to outbid you that you're making it more expensive for yourself. And I was like, man, you guys are smart people. See, I'm not a big believer in that because eBay would say that too. I like to take it, put my flag down, plant it, and be like, you don't want to hang around because whatever you do, we're going higher. Because at the end, you're I, just bang, you're just hitting it anyway. Like it. What? Yeah. You know what? You convince me these people online are idiots. Bid. Well, no. Wow, that was they, quick. They've done it. And we have another person saying that, too. Here's Tabitha from Virginia. With your bidding situation, bidding too early will just raise the price, and you'll end up paying way too much. You need to be the guy that watches till the very, very end. So you guys need to wait till the day before the bid is due or two or three hours before the bid is up. That's when you place your bid. All you're doing right now is raising the price because for the next however many days, you're just bidding against this other guy. I love your show. Have a good day, and good luck winning your storage. Are you reconvinced now? Yeah, I'm reconvinced okay. we should probably wait. Oh. <laughs> well, hold on. Let me, let, me, let me say this, though. All right. If we can get them to a point where they're so scared they're not even going to hang out and look, they're not going to do any bidding at the end. Like, if we run them off now, they won't be bidding against us at the end. I'm convinced we should oh, bid. Now you're back. Now you're back. <laughs> Man. You want lunchboxes on the jury. <laughs> How big are you guys bidding every time? Ten bucks. Yeah, maybe you need to go higher. No, no, no. Why There's would you no need to go higher? Why would you outbid yourself? No, to send that message, like well, you're saying. Well, what if but once? What if, what if the never, ten dollars does it? Yeah, yeah, it never would have gone that high. Okay, so do you want to go try to go to one seventy? I do. I feel I, 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 that. I'm confident one seventy. I think that's the winning <laughs> bid. I think that's the winning bid. I don't know that it's the winning one, but let's see if we can run them off a little bit. Here's one seventy. Go ahead. All right, <laughs> we're confirming it. You hear that? It was him running scared. Bid accepted. All oh, right, crazy. we're winning. Mike, what does that say? Wait, is that ours though? No. So someone is still bit. Okay, just bit two hundred. Oh my gosh! See, now just you're talking. This now is, you're talking, Bob. Hey. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Just bit two hundred. Bobby's 200. gonna yes, get obsessed now. with winning. Bit now. Uh -oh. Hey, your partner bones. Your partner over hey, here. Hey, we got it. Look, and we only have it for one ninety. We didn't need to go. Yeah, see, we're we up. Also, what up? We also have a two hundred in in case somebody hits it. Yeah, they're not going there. Oh, we're gonna make so much money from this. Godly, we are rich. Uh, who, who's kids, we are rich. Whose kids want to go to college? Woo! Mine. Yeah, exactly. Any yours? Yeah. Too bad we ain't giving you no money. You already hated on us. Uh, the auction ends in two days and four hours and 23 minutes. Okay. Hey, hey Scooby, you want to buy some old school Jordans? We start getting people ready. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, who likes Jordans? Well, oh, wow. These have actually maybe been worn by Michael Jordan. Really? Oh, I don't know. It could be. could be. It could be Michael Jordan's storage unit. Wow, that's pretty cool. Yeah, let's go. Okay, we're in. We'll update you tomorrow. Let's play Luke Combs. By the way, the other one. Oh, there's a new one that's up now. Oh, what is it? Is this yeah. ours, Mike? Yeah. For ten dollars, oh, it looks like a bunch of garbage. Hope no, no, there's wall art. Oh, no. Bobby Bone Show. Bonehead. Story of the day. This story comes to us from Kewanee, Illinois. Police got a call from a guy saying, "Hey, I'm out of town and I see someone breaking into my house on the camera." So they go and arrest the guy. Only problem is he was breaking in to steal the guy's drugs. So when he came back home, he got arrested too. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> oh, well, I have questions. Yeah. How did they know he was breaking in to steal the drugs? Well, when they came to the house and arrested the guy, they found all the oh, drugs. They found they, the drugs. The drugs and guns mm -hmm. were just all around. Ooh, guns, too? Oh. Yeah, guns, cash, I mean, everything. Well, he deserved <laughs> hey, it then. That's a two-for-one best. No, yeah, I get it. When you call the cops, you have to hide your bad stuff. Yeah. That's rule 101. I don't know what book that what rule. Yeah, book but he was in, out of town and yeah, he, he saw it on there. the cameras and he says, "Oh man!" So he called the police. But from he where... didn't go meet him though when he called him. Well, no. And then he came back a couple days later and they're like, "Hey, you got all this stuff in your place. You're arrested." Oh, I too. thought he called him and then went, went back and met. <laughs> oh, what an idiot! All right, yeah. I'm Lunchbox. That's your bonehead story of the day. Let's go with the good news countdown. 
It's the Good News Countdown. Counting down the biggest good news stories across the land. All right, let's go. Number three. A high school student named Daniel Navarro just learned how to perform CPR. On that same day, he found a pregnant woman unresponsive at a school. So he performed CPR on her and saved her life. Daniel's school recognized him for a good deed, giving him a leadership award and a gift bag. Ooh. (laughs) He saved a pregnant woman and gets a gift bag. Hope there's some good stuff in there. Number two. An elementary school teacher in Maryland says she was having a rough week, so her husband bought her a lottery ticket to cheer her up from that rough week, and I would say she is cheered up. Because that ticket won her $50,000, and now they're going to put that toward a house. So I'm also (laughs) cheered up a little bit, too. All right, there you go. One more. Number one. A Jacksonville sheriff's officer helped one make it to a job interview after her car broke down. Officer Sylvia Mitchell didn't just drop the woman off at her interview. She actually went inside with her badge and said, "Um, yeah, you should hire her. And here's why she was a little bit late. And also, I have a gun. Now, she didn't say the third thing, but had she... <laughs> so hire her. That'd have been awesome, yeah. Hey, hire her, then she lifts her... Uh, here's a clip of the officer describing taking Amber Battle to her job interview. I said, hey, she really needs this job. You got to give her the job. And you know, like, talking about, I don't believe she brought the police with her. We all just laughed, and she was like, thank you so much, thank you so much. And it was just a moment for all of us. We all start crying. That's pretty cool. That's Not a great bad. story. That was the Good News Countdown. Thank you. See you tomorrow. <laughs> Bye, everybody. Bobby Bones. The Bobby Bones Show. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. Welcome to Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. This week, I'm talking to acclaimed musician and entrepreneur, Pitbull. I think that education is the real revolution because as much as we speak about all the problems that there is in society and the world today, my mother's always told me, son, don't worry, the world's always been coming to an end. Don't let it scare you out of living. Listen to Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Listen to the highly anticipated 100th episode of Tank and Jay Valentine's R&B Money Podcast with artist Chris Brown. Even working with you from Carrie Hilson, Adonis. Mm-hmm. Back in the day, I was 15, 14 doing that album. So like I said, I was in school like, yeah. okay, this is how you do it. This is how you make a song. There's a verse, a pre-chorus, and then a hook. I didn't know none of that. You learned I, that over a summer, bro. That's what I, it felt like. That's what it felt like. Listen to R&B Money on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts.